Welcome to Unibasin Sports and Sorts, where we talk about the happenings going on with our local high school programs. I'm your host, Mark Winterton. Joining me today is the UNA High School football head coach, Justin DeCall, one of a, and one of his uh, conditioning coaches actually joining him, Jeff Winterton. But before we bring them into the conversation, I want to mention the sponsor of our show, which is the Levitt Group Insurance Agency, Vernal and Roosevelt, specializing in anything oil-filled related from roustabout construction to consultants, from hot oil trucks to workover rigs. They have a lot of carriers to choose from, take care of all of your oil-filled needs, and any other uh, insurance needs too. Commercial insurance, give them a call. So, uh, 781-0000 is their number, or you can give me a call, 435-724-7773. Coach DeCall, in your third year at uh, UNA High School, um, where are you guys yes, at? Sir. Yeah, where where are you at in the third year? I mean, how would how would you say from first year? So I would say the third year is starting. This it'll be our third year this fall. Right, and but you, you're right. It is our third summer because um, we started in the summer prepping for fall. So our third summer as far as our season, we are coming up on our third season. And how are things going? Really good. Thanks to the guys sitting in that room with you. Um, I, I tell people all the time, the biggest thing that um, has helped us to kind of move to new success areas in our program is our strength and conditioning um, whole plan and whole program. And, and basically, um, Jeff is our whole plan and our whole program. What, what he brings to our program from a strength and conditioning standpoint is incredible. Uh, now, we talked last year. And of course, um, in your first year, you guys went winless. I won nine. Yes, yes, we'll bring that up. Thanks for bringing that up, Mark. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you guys were in the four A classification then, so yep. so so you go winless, and then the next year they jump you a classification. Yep. And you finished. And we had a 500 regular season. We went five and five. Posted a first round playoff game that. We lost, but those were all pretty awesome things. <laughs> and so five and so you jumped up classification and got five more wins than the previous year. And so you guys are still in the same classification this year, same region. Yes, yes. UHSAA those classifications are always on a two a uh, two year. They they um, it's a two year rollover. So. Um, they've already started meeting to reclassify for the next year. So this will be our second year and uh, this will be it. And then it'll, then it'll come out again and they'll place you wherever you may fall. Now. Um, and, and obviously the, you come into a program and there's always a different mindset. Um, maybe whether it's in the community or whatever it is. Um, how has that, I guess, community support or mindset changed from when you first started to now, I guess you've been there two years, two years under your belt going into the third year. Yep. You nailed it. How does our mindset change? Is that the question? Yeah. What's the, or, or even community support, maybe um, in, in the school or in the community, um, especially after a, a couple of seasons where say the team doesn't do well, it seems like, and it's, it's true. I'm going to throw it out there. Parents start to gripe about things and the kids in the school, they start saying, 
eh, I'm not going to play football or whatever. I'm not going to play this sport because we're no good. Yep. For sure that happens. And, uh, you know, honestly, I don't think we had had a winning season since, gee, I want to say it's 2002. So it's been that way for a little while, actually. So um, the last two years, I think people could see the improvement that's happening in the program. And, and you're right. We get, Jeff can tell you too, we'll get um, some kids who are seniors all of a sudden come out and start working out with us or a sophomore who, you know, I asked him why he didn't play his freshman year. And, you know, it, there's different reasons, but a lot of the time it's exactly what you said. Like we hadn't been successful. And so um, kind of, you know, a lot of people stay away and then you start to have some success and, and people start to, you know, come out of those come out and start to participate so there's definitely a difference that way and we've been able to see it climb that way so so now where is that do you hear i do do you hear kids talking or have has anyone said anything that you can see that mindset change um yeah for sure one thing i try to do is go to our um two junior highs in the spring and and have kind of a signing day like colleges do where they sign that they're going to go play at USC or Notre Dame. We do that, that they're going to come play at UNA and we kind of do a day recruiting them and visiting with them and going over stuff. And, you know, and the, anyway, I, the first year I went, it was kind of, you're trying to get people to come over and talk to you and stuff. And then this year was my second time going and, and, you could tell just those going to be ninth graders, they were eighth graders, right? The end of their eighth grade year. And they, uh, all of them, everybody in the hallway wanted to come over and talk and ask about football and what do they got to do to be involved. So it, there's different ones, but if I was the barometer, kind of the, the incoming class, it was definitely different this year than my first year that I went down there recruiting. You're saying a lot more excitement. Yep, for sure. I was I was grabbing guys as they walked by the first year and say, "Hey, you need to be playing football. Have you played football?" And this time, um, there was everybody was lining up to talk to us. So it was definitely different in one year. A huge change as far as that, as far as that, uh, I guess, mindset in the kids that are playing. Then, yep, for sure. Uh, what about uh, your other, I guess, um, seniors and juniors? Are you? Have you had any new kids come out for the football team that haven't in the past then? I mean, you kind of mentioned we that have, We have. There's a couple in each class. We have a senior. Um, but, you know, honestly, in both of our previous seasons, Jeff can tell you one thing we've done is kind of record, recruit our own sports a lot. Um, my very first year, I came third trimester when I got the job, and so I coached baseball that year. We ended up getting like eight baseball players to come out and play who hadn't played before, and six of them ended up starting varsity for us. So um, we kind of recruit our own sports a lot. So it's a little bit what you're talking about, Jeff, and Mark, them them being interested, but a whole lot is kind of us still going and recruiting them. But what's nice is they're much more accepting now. We're not maybe this crazy guy talking to them to come play football. They they, kind of – like want us to come talk to him and, and want to be recruited. Now I know in the past, um, well, last year, I'm going to go with last year, last year we talked and you attributed, uh, some of the, like, I can't remember if it was 40 times 
um, as yeah. far as their their forty yard dash. Yeah. We had just timed them like the day before I came on. It was just coincidence, but I attributed it one hundred percent to our strength and conditioning program that Jeff does. They they've become more explosive and more powerful. And I get this one all the time, and this one means a lot to me too. I'm friends with a lot of coaches around the state. I've I've had opportunity to coach for quite a while, and and. Uh, they just tell me, they're like, when you guys get off the bus, you look different than you and it seems you used to look. And um, I know the stat, too, from my time at Union. Um, when I was at Union, uh, when you and I would just come over and play, I remember thinking, like, they don't do any strength training. Like, they just didn't look like it when they walked out on the field compared to other teams you'd see. And, and we have people specifically comment to us now about what our team looks like when we get off the bus. So that doesn't necessarily win games, but it is it's definitely a compliment. It's it's then that, you know, translates into us winning, but we, we definitely look like a different team because of our strength and conditioning program. And specifically those forties, our explosiveness has increased every single year I've been there. So have you guys, have you guys, uh, measured the forties this year? I did in May, but we will do it kind of now towards the end of our summer stuff. So we're getting close to doing it again. And so what did it look like in May? Just Same. We had massive improvement. I think we had, I want to say, oh, sorry, just because it was a month ago. But um, we had, there was easily 18 players or more that ran five second or less 40 um, yard dash. So, you know, four nines, four eights, four sevens. I remember when we very first got there, we had two players that was sub five second 40. Now we're... And I think last year we hit around 13. I want to say the day I counted, it was either 18 or 19 this year. We're under 5 seconds 40. So um, it just keeps increasing. And that's because Jeff works hard to keep our strength training going the year round. And it just makes an impact when they're doing, when they're doing that all year round. Let me jump in too. For yeah, a and that's Sorry, actually I stay quiet. I wanted to. This is so. This is where I was going to have you jump in. I, oh, okay. What are you doing specifically that's increasing these forty times? Well, so we do a broad range of things. Uh, so yeah. and going back to that first year, and we measure things besides just forty two, Mark. I just saying that one sticks out to me as a coach. So in that first year, I remember on a regular basis the kids looking at me when I was explaining, all right, guys, this is what we're going to do today. And they would look at me and be like, we've never done this before. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily that they were maybe, I, and I'm not sure, maybe some kids would be like, why are you making us do this? Because it's not anything that we've done. Some of them would say it that way. Other kids would say it like, we've never done this before. <laughs> and it was, yep, well, it's what we're doing now. Uh, but we yeah. do... We do a lot of different things. We train explosively. We train for strength. Uh, we train agility. We, we try and train a lot of different, yeah, for a lot of different things. Um, for our, we, we do a regular squat program. We do regular things of, uh, well, one of the things that we struggled to get with COVID was equipment. Um, but Coach the Calls worked and gotten us more equipment now where we can do things like sled pushes as classes and things like that. Um, but anyway, so we've done regular like squats. Um, the first year when we were working, we had a handful of guys who were able to have a one rep max that was 300 plus. There wasn't a whole lot. 
maybe our, some of our big linemen guys were, were doing 300 plus, but there wasn't many. Um, then the second year we had more, it was becoming more, more common that they were able to be doing that for reps. And then this year, uh, I don't, I'm not even sure how many we have that are in the 300. There's a lot that are, that are squatting 300 plus, but we actually have a handful that are, are able to one rep 400 plus now. A handful. A handful. Whereas before you had a handful that were doing 300. Yes. And yeah. you jumped 100 had, pounds had in your back We zero squat. that could do 400 in the first year. And now we have a handful that can do 400 plus. And are these guys that have been in your program then that have been actually doing this conditioning, your conditioning programming? So not only. Yeah, they're doing it year round. Yeah, exactly. So Coach DeCall has a class that we have a lot of the football players, and it's not just for the football players, but we try and get as many of the football players in there as we can. And so we do a year-round programming that is geared towards sports and powerlifting. Okay, so let me ask this question. Coach DeCall, you've been around. You've been um, around in football programs uh, whether other high schools, um, you've done college coaching. Yep. Is there a huge difference from what you've been through to what uh, these guys are, I guess, doing with your players? Like, I not understand exactly what you're asking. Me. Is there a like, big difference as far as the what, what they're doing to condition them to um, increase? I uh, no. Yes, actually, yes and no. I would say yes in that we're real similar um, with them now in, you know, that we have multiple kids that squat in the 300s and bench, you know. Um, so similar in that, but different in that, and I like this, that Jeff does really well, and this is the part that he brings in specifically that helps us is our functionality stuff, just our overall strength is really incredible with what jeff does jeff brings in some different crossfit and he just jeff is real creative it's a wow. skill he has and thanks it's coach a, <laughs> to him and it lets us um he he pulls some things that way that you know just i as soon as i watch the kids do it i can see like why that would translate into a game or into just an athletic type movement whatever type of sport it was and so he brings a lot of that in. And I would say that is different than anywhere I've coached. Like, we're, you know, anywhere I've coached has been a whole lot just kind of real strength, power strength type things. Um, and so we're similar in that, but we are definitely different in a lot of the functionality stuff that Jeff brings. Um, I don't want to call it CrossFit, but it has some CrossFit elements to it. All right. So let's, let's go back to Jeff then. Jeff, um, why specifically have you, I mean, well, let's give, give us your credentials. How, what are your credentials <laughs> that has given you this, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, the, um, I can't think of the word now, but uh, I mean, going to school, what I, are your qualifications? So in college, that, I was in exercise science and that was what I was majoring in there for a while. I ended up switching to parks and recreation, but anyway, so I, I did our exercise science and uh, did that for a long time. Um, and then, like, not to bring up CrossFit again, I was CrossFit certified doing that. Um, and then 
when I was, I'm at the rec center, I did a lot of coaching as well. And so I started just doing lots of coaching and lots of programming for people. When I was doing that, and, and also programming for myself, I didn't like to get bored with the workouts that I was doing. I liked to almost be entertained with what I was doing and to have fun with the workouts because it's so easy to just get in the caught in the same thing of, oh, it's buys and tries today and <laughs> today is chest day. So are you specifically focusing on certain things that are going to make a person faster, not just, hey, you got to make sure we got some big biceps on all these kids? Yes. So what we're training for is we're not training for aesthetics. We don't care necessarily how the kids look, although that does kind of come with it. Uh, we train for performance. That's what we're going after. We're, we want, yeah, we're working to be bigger, faster, stronger, and we don't care about bicep curls as much. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> going into this year, any um, coach, do you have, I guess you probably have a schedule. Who do you have the schedule all ready to go? Yep, you asked me anything. Yep. So, who's your first game against? Five, five. We have ten games. Five home, five away. Our opening game is South Summit, same as last year. For now, we're on the road. You know what I was telling you earlier that UHSA does a two-year rotation on where you're classified as far as classification and region. The reason they do that is pretty much your schedule just flips. You know, like. You, if you go there first year, they come to you the second or vice versa. And so that's why they do it two years. So a lot of our schedule is just opposite what we did last year. If we had a team home, we're now there. And if we had that team on the road, they're now here. So ours uh, roughly – sorry, go ahead, bud. Oh, I was going to say that last year you did have some cancellations because of the whole COVID whatever thing. And so there – No, it was the year before. We didn't deal with one last year. Oh, Okay. There was a, you added a game though last year, was it? Yes, no, you're right. And it was mainly because we had had that empty. I had tried, I had been trying since like February to fill it. And then as it came close, you know, like teams started getting interested in filling that week who had first wanted to just have a buy. It's all RPI related. Like they started seeing where their RPI was and all of a sudden teams were willing to play. And so, yeah, we picked up Leighton Christian on the short uh, week, the, the um, what do they call it, the fall break UEA week, we were able to pick up the Christian Academy and play them, which was a really good game for us. Those guys are, those guys have some phenomenal athletes. And so, um, do you want me to go through some of our schedule? Uh, yeah. What, what are you playing any teams locally? I mean, you guys always. Yeah, so we played in, and since we were at Union last year, they will be at our place this year. Um, and you know, I, that's probably the last time I'll say union. I really don't like to say that word. So, <laughs> but, um, I don't I'm, like to say team West or team to the East like they do. That's kind of in my mind. It's, I don't know. We don't fear other teams, but we try to respect them too. And I never saw much respect in that team to the East deal. So we call them GTB, um, which stands for get the trophy back for us. Anyway, we play them home August 19th. It's our week two game. They'll be here. So we open at South Summit August 12th. We have GTB at home August 19th. And then one more kind of local, and this is new to our schedule, um, we play at Green River on Friday, August 26th, and that's a new game for us. Green River, Wyoming. Yep. Then we go into region. 
So any, well, we won't talk about predictions, but uh, it's fun to talk about predictions. (laughs) If you were, uh, if you were like, go ahead, what? I'm supposed to send that to the Salt Lake Tribune and the Dev News. They sent me like three emails each and I keep forgetting to do that. So thanks for reminding me. Oh, they want a prediction? Yeah, they always ask for them. So are you going to give it to us? Um, my prediction, uh, I'm a coach, so that's a real hard one. I'm going to make a prediction. All right, let's ask Jeff. We won't talk. And let me just say, we're going to finish better than we did even last year. Okay. So, and that's to me, my goal is always improving. So we've, we've got to at least go, you know, six and four. That means. Yeah, that, that's exactly what that means. Just right. And I break it out not so much individually by games, but our goals I talk to the players about it. Our very first one is to beat our rivals. We have them week two. Then our next one is to win homecoming. And then our next one is to win all of our home games. And then our last goal is to compete for a region championship. So if just right, if we can increase from last year, then we would be in that mix of competing for a region championship. So we're hoping to do that for sure. Any specific, um, I mean, and you, you, you base it off of last year, same schedule. And so you're, you're going to expect to get, well, you're not expect, but you want to make sure that you get the wins against the teams you beat last year. And, um, which where's going to be the, I guess that team that you're going to like, okay, we lost to them, but we're going to get them this year. That's a great question. I can tell you, too, just in my goals, and I know the way the kids look at things and teams that they really want to compete against. I can tell you three. All right, let's hear them. Uh, Timpanogos. That was a pretty hostile game at their place last year. I actually got kicked out of the game. You did? Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was pretty bush. Like, we even went and appealed it after. Because when you get kicked out of the game, you're supposed to miss the next game. And they rarely overturn that. But we went and had a hearing with UHSA, and they looked at all the stuff, and they, they didn't think it was right that I got ejected. But I'm just saying, it was a pretty hostile environment, that place. Um, so our kids would really like to stick it to Simpanogos when they come here. Um, that's probably not the best way to say it. To Willa. Willa is kind of a, a renegade group. Like They take a lot of shots at your kids, and our players didn't take too kindly to it. We have them at home. So I would say both of those two. And then the last one, kind of who's turned into the rival in our region, region-wise, you know, GCD is our biggest rival. But um, in region, the team that kids in almost every sport, I've noticed this in basketball, I know it was that way in baseball that I coach, they really want to beat Cedar Valley. Cedar Valley, um, so I would say those three. We are going to pick up wins against, yeah, I sound like Jeff. I shouldn't be that bold, but we're going to pick up wins now against Timpanoga, Cedar Valley, and Willis is our definite goal. Okay. Hey, thanks, Coach. Anything you want to add before we let you go? Just um, two things. First, I appreciate you always supporting us with the community and and getting things out there for us, and that that helps a lot. And then, second, um, I wasn't exaggerating. What what Jeff brought to our program is why is 90% of the reason that the program keeps getting better. And uh, we're just lucky to have him. And all of our players would tell you the same if you talk to him. Um, He pushes them sometimes and they'll say, oh, my gosh, Jeff. Um, But if you ask them if they've got better because of Jeff, every single one of them, like, appreciates what he does and knows what he brings to our program. And I'm going to say this last thing um, with Jeff. 
so much of when you do strength and conditioning is preventative to prevent injury. You know, we've dealt with one major injury in, in our two previous seasons. And, and even that was fluky. It was a non-contact injury. Um, I attribute that 100%. And, you know, not saying you don't have nicks and bruises and stuff like competing in all sports, especially football, but we haven't had any real bad injuries. We've had one catastrophic injury like um, Easton Taylor uh, blew his anterior cruciate ligament in his knee, and, and that was devastating for us. Um, but that's it. And that, so that's pretty phenomenal to me, and I attribute that. 100% to to Jeff's strength and conditioning program. It it's preventative, and we don't we don't talk about that enough. But it prevents injuries, and that's huge for us because we need all the players we got. And you know, even Easton, it was a non-contact injury. He was just running, and it just you know bad luck. So, um, but I Jeff, what he brings to our program is it's monumental. Well, thanks, Justin. He's I blushing. Can, He's I blushing can't take here. all that credit. You you are no. too nice to me. UNA Basin Sports and Sorts, Coach DeCall and Coach Winterton, thanks for coming on where we talk about the happenings of our local high school programs. I'm your host, Mark Winterton. And again, uh, this program is brought to you by Levitt Group Insurance Agency, Vernal Roosevelt, specializing in anything oil field related. Give them a call, 781-0000 or 724-7773. That's 435-781-0000.